Welcome, everyone, to Curtain Jerks right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. And we're on the road to WrestleMania. And as you know, we are going to WrestleMania Access. Oh, no, no sweeter words in the English language than WrestleMania Access. That's right. We will be attending some of the other events. WWE has been very kind to us thus far. Uh, we're very grateful for everything that's going on. We didn't get approved for everything, but hey, we're just little, you know, we're we're uh, young boys coming into the old uh, couple WWEs. of young Turks, young guns. Uh, I should point out also, uh, WWE didn't approve of everything that we do or what we wanted to do, but That's, yeah. So we should say that in no way does WWE condone this podcast. No, thankfully, I don't think they checked at all. No, I don't think they did either. No, but we got we got WrestleMania access. That's the big thing for us is doing access. We will be able to get interviews, which. God, there's no way we'd ever get that otherwise. Like, trying to reach out, we don't have any ties to any of this stuff. Like, as far as any press that we've really done, we've just kind of stumbled and lucked our way into. Or we know other people outside of the WWE because WWE people, everything is tied down. Everything's yeah, got to right. go through. We have to go through our entertainment lawyer, Bob Bogoski. Oh, I tell you, I don't like Bogoski so much. Hey, look, when do you when do you have to like a lawyer, Scott? You never have to like a lawyer. You just have to be able to rely on a lawyer. And I, the the Bogoski firm is really the best. And when it comes to guys, uh, listeners, if you need a good entertainment lawyer, don't forget about Bogoski and Bogoski, one of the best entertainment lawyer firms out there. You know, I don't like that we do ads for him when we still have to pay him. Because we get no kickback in any way. No, no, no. Uh, we get a little bit of legal security for the Bogoski Bogoski firm, but also we still have to because we can't afford his retainer. We just do all those dishes. And every him. time we mention dicks or shits on here, uh, we're fined every time by the Bogoski. By the Bogoski. Granted, the fines are not financial. It's just a really harshly worded text message, usually an unhappy face, or the. Uh, the double eye, like the eyes with the slash, sort yeah. of like. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and I have to save all this stuff for, you know, for our records. Legal purposes, for LegalZoom.com. I have seven phones. This is true. Because they're all filled up. That's how many things. We talk about dicks and shits on this show a Dicks lot. and shits. And it's just, it's bad. It's bad. Uh, have you ever called someone a dick shit? I have not. You I... dick shit. Nice. Welcome. Welcome to, <laughs> welcome to my family. Um, I I never heard it before, but my wife called someone a dick shit, and I was like, "God, that's a really good one." And she's kind, she's wonderful. But when she she's got a mouth on her, when she's got to get mean, she can just cut somebody in half, and it's beautiful. Who it's was awesome. The, who was the dick shit that Chelsea called? I, I think she was just it was it was a criticism about somebody. It was about somebody being a jag bag, and she's like, "Ah, oh, that person's like they're just a being jag a jag bag." You never heard of jag bag? No. Uh, it's Triple uh, H is the only person who I still recall that calls people a jag off. Oh yeah. But now it, that's not even like you know he wants to do it all the time. Like you know, Sting's a real j- jerk. Yeah, uh, no good, Nick. <laughs> I think jag bag is a uh, Chicago term. I like. I've only heard Chicago it. people say it, but it's like it's a douchebag. It's a jack off. <laughs> jag bag it's a jag bag and i'm like yeah all right i like that so okay so who she called a dick shit i don't know who it was i can't remember but i just remember it she... wasn't your immediate family was it no 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 your mother's a real dick shit jesus christ honey <laughs> <laughs> i might have been somebody in traffic or something like that but uh scathing yeah really scathing for, like i said she's so kind yeah so listeners 
When you're done checking out the Bogoski Bogoski firm for entertainment lawyers and you're done with all your paperwork with LegalZoom.com, our new sponsors. No, they're not. I'm I, just kidding. Oh, I'm kidding. kidding. I hate that. We're, I'm kidding. We're, just, we're, we're giving them free ads. But you, don't like my, you don't like my fake advertisements I put at the top of the show? Uh, they're great, Steve. If you want to advertise on Curtain Jerks, send us an email, curtainjerks at gmail.com. No Quiznos. <laughs> yeah. Ever, ever since they got rid of those little... Uh, and then uh, toasty bread. The little sock puppet guys. <laughs> Do you remember those? <laughs> no. They, it was like these little folk songs, and then it was these little sock puppets. Were they like the Very fan? Infectious. Was it like the Fandango sock puppet? Kind of. He made it from the Fandango ticket ads to Quiznos. Those were the brown paper bags. Oh, but there was a sock inside them. Good. Let's get more advertising out there for all these <laughs> other things. Uh, look, Are you, I know you feel strongly about this. You feel like you're they're getting it for free? Well, cause here's why, Steve. Because I listen to a lot of podcasts, and uh -huh. I'm hearing all these ads done on these other ones, and I know that they're getting paid, and we've been running for almost four years now, and we ain't got no scratch yet, and we're providing this podcast free, and we're giving some entertainment. You know what? I would. I can't wait till we do advertising, but they have to give us creative control, and we have we get to write the copy. I think that should be the case. I think uh, that's the best ads that I hear. When Stone Cold does everybody else's ads and it sounds super weird because someone gave him copy. Oh, yeah. It's like, wow, your brother, you're going to love these fruit baskets. They're so good. No, what I, this is what I like. It goes like this. Ready? <clears throat> hey, do you like ice cream? Well, the Curtain Jerks guys, Scott Narver and Steve Sears, love ice cream. If you're going to get your <laughs> dick sucked, don't forget to blast back in the throat of Dryer's ice cream. Now I want some Dryer's ice cream. Yeah. Or I want my dick sucked. I'm not quite too sure. <laughs> See, that's good copy. You know, like, that's Mad Men. That is branding. That is overlapping branding. We are Mad Men. Yeah. We are Mad Men who love wrestling and provide you the fun and funny of wrestling each and every week. We're comedians in Hollywood who love professional wrestling so much so that we're going to WrestleMania about it. I'm excited. Yeah. It's all, it's all looking like it's all lined up. But WrestleMania isn't everything. And I know it, since WWE isn't listening that's fine because we're gonna talk a little bit about tna Ooh, gosh slam anniversary, huh i don't know when victory that is. road huh uh, that's the wrestlemania right victory road no the wrestlemania is bound for glory god they've got some great names but i always interchange them slam anniversary, bound for glory victory road well because they number their slam anniversaries. oh okay so it's so it is a little confusing oh yeah like and bound for glory it, they're still bound for it. It's just it hasn't happened yet. If they, uh, if no they how named, much glory is is almost happening. If they named each of their pay per views, they named both. They named Slamversary and uh, Victory Road, right? Yeah. Wait a second. Yeah, everything seems like it's uh, it's leading to it. Victory Road. You're on the road. Oh yeah, you're not Road. at Victory Stop. True. You're not at the Victory like the Victory. You made it. mm Hmm. And Slammiversary. The Slammiversary, granted, is that's the destination because it's you now know you're one year from last Slammiversary. But you're looking backwards because it's an anniversary of something. It's like a, a reminder of being in an abusive relationship. Oh, it's I my Slammiversary well, for when Dylan threw me down the stairs. I, you know what? You're absolutely right. That sounds terrible, but it is terrible. That needs to be renamed rather quickly. I think if you call it Slammiversary, then it sounds like Slammin'. Yeah, let's hit the mall. Yeah. Mallrats 2 is coming, by the way. Really? You hear about that? Uh, Jason Lee, who's the... Uh... Kevin Smith. No, who's the other guy? Jason Mewes? No, who's the other dude in Mallrats? He's oh, a... I don't know his name, but the, I know There's twin about. brothers, right? No. No, there's two There's two of those guys. Yeah, but that's not a twin. 
he didn't play a twin. It's n- nothing like that. The no. character is not a twin, yes. But the, whoever that actor was, there, I'm sure there's someone who's yelling at their iPod speakers right now because <gasps> Leonardo DiCaprio! <laughs> because they, they plug us in. They plug their speakers in to listen to Curtain Jerks mm-hmm. for all this sweet audio sensation. Uh, there's Jason Lee. Yeah. And then his buddy, the guy who's... That guy. Who's also on an adventure. Yeah. Who's not as exciting as Jason Lee. As Claire not... Forlani broke up with him on that day. Yeah. Why did and she... And then he, he wins her back. Spoilers, everybody, from 1995's Mallrats. I loved Mallrats. People said it wasn't as good as Clerks. I loved it more than Clerks. I like hearing everybody's favorite Kevin Smith movie, Where It May Fall. I like Mallrats. I don't love it, but I am all for Mallrats, too. Cool. Because I, like I, I love chasing. I love all the other ones more, but I still love Mallrats. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Will they get Affleck again? They gotta get Affleck. Like, like they can't get Affleck. I'm sure they could get he's Affleck. He's Batman. Yeah, he's Batman, dude. So Kevin Smith is still friends with him. Not really. He's talked about it. He's he's like, there's no bad beef. He's living in his house. Um, but that's Kevin Smith lives in Ben Affleck's house. His former house. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Look at you Did he not buy listening it? to an overabundance of Smodcast podcasts. There's like 11 of them. I know, and I listen to a lot of them. A nice plug for the Tuesday morning Smodcast show. Friend of the show, Bill Watterson on the Smodcast. Mm-hmm. I always think it's Smogcast. No way. Smod. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Kevin Smith is a huge influence to me. I know. Yeah. Oh, is that what the SM is for? Smith? Uh, It's Scott Mosier and Kevin Smith. Ah. So. Uh. Have you seen Jack Reacher? Uh, Jack Reacher round? No, just Jack Reacher. <laughs> uh, no, I have not yet. Uh, it's it's slamming, dude. Yeah? It's really slamming. Oblivion's great. Really? Yes. I'll check out Oblivion if you check out Jack Reacher, because I don't believe you. Shake on it. Okay. You don't believe me? I don't believe you. Let me get my full hand in there. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. You say Oblivion is not. You don't believe it's good? I don't... That So, did Oblivion come out right after Earth? Or did did Tom Cruise just two... He did two movies that were like Oblivion back-to-back, right? What, uh, Edge of Tomorrow? No, Edge of Tomorrow, also shredded. Super sweet. Right. Slamming it up. Right. Ding-dong and the... Yeah, it was great. Okay. I haven't seen that one yet either. Uh, yeah, they're really good. I liked Oblivion so much, I bought Edge of Tomorrow. All right, I'll see Oblivion. If that makes okay, any no, sense. No, it does. It makes a lot of sense. I'll see Oblivion, and I'll be. I'll look forward to it. Jack Reacher is badass. Very good. I don't doubt it. And Edge of Tomorrow is really good. I like both. I'm sure that's the best one of all that we have mentioned. Uh, I think the most exciting stuff going on is in Edge of Tomorrow. I like Jack Reacher because it was like, I don't know how to describe it. It was like watching a Capra movie. It was really weird. It was really? Like, yeah, it was like a Billy Wilder action movie. It was like what Night and Day wanted to be. No, Night and Day was just terrible. Right. Yeah. But I didn't watch it. So when I say Capra, I I should say like a Billy Wilder film because it was like the script was super tight. You led me to believe we were talking about Frank Capra and it was like a Frank Capra film. No. Like it happened one night or It's a Wonderful Life or any other movie that starts with I, but no, it's now Billy Wilder. Uh, son of a bitch. Identity. No, uh, I think Capra or Wild, like it just, there's this sort of very classic, cool sort of Hollywood feel to it where it's just, it's a super tight script and it's got some really cool, brutal action in it. It's Mm. really good. I'll watch it. I got, I got my hands on it so I can, I can definitely watch it. All right. All right. All right. All right. Double feature I did the other night. What'd you do? Casino and Mother. 
Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. God, you love Albert Brooks. I do. Did you see Drive yet? No. Albert Brooks is in it. I know. Crucial part of the movie. Mother would have been even better had it been Scorsese's mom in the role of mother. Uh, she's yeah. She's so great in, in uh, Casino. Well, so does Albert Brooks finally get to go out with the mother character? Like, or does she play his mother? His mother. Oh. Yeah, it's not like a gilf situation. No, I just, oh, well, I suppose that's what the term is. I just assumed it was about an older lady who he was like, I don't know what it is about you. I just, I, I just have to go out with you. <laughs> no, no, it's about dealing uh, with uh, the struggle. The, his, his failed relationships stemming back to his mother. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's really good. Rob Morrow's weird. Who? Rob Morrow. Who is Rob Morrow? Northern Exposure. Uh, the doctor who goes there to Northern to, to Northern to get exposed? He's the guy. Look, I didn't watch Northern Exposure. That looked so boring as a kid. It probably was. You know what wasn't boring as an adult? Twin well, Peaks. You love Twin Peaks. It's really good. Steve, speaking of Twin Peaks, if we haven't lost everybody at this point by talking about movies for a while... Uh, how many times can we say we're on the road to WrestleMania Axis? We've said that for the last four shows. No, the Twin Peaks that I'm talking about, last two shows, the two Twin Peaks that I'm talking about are Bobby Lashley and Kurt Angle. Oh, have you heard about this? Have you heard about this? Steve, do you know these two guys ain't touched yet? What? These two dudes ain't touched yet. They no. ain't been in the squirt circle and touched yet, bro. Look, I don't care how many times they've been in the squirt circle or times they walk past each other in the locker room. You're telling me these two guys have never even touched? They ain't touched, man. <sighs> they, Put that blurb on the pay-per-view. They're virgin matches fast approaching. What's the, uh, what's Slammiversary? B- Victory Road? Bound just, for Glory? Just, uh, Lockdown? Impact Wrestling. Really? Yeah, just the show. Wow. They're gonna have... They, these two guys have never wrestled each other before. Okay. Which seems odd. It seems like very happened, odd. But I think... In the time of WWE, they just missed each other, or it was right as Angle was on the outs. And then um, in TNA, like Angle was wrestling, he wasn't wrestling, Lashley was here, then he was gone, and it's now culminated into this match that it's not the craziest, most anticipated match ever, but these are two legit wrestlers, and with all the stuff that Kurt and Brock did was super cool. Yeah. So they're going to do something different and cool, I think. Do you and Lashley's champ and Kurt Angle's going for it? I think this is very exciting. Yeah. Um. What? Let me. Oh, is, did you bring this up because we're talking to Bobby Lashley today? Because I. Yes. Uh, he's on the. He's on the docket. Of course he is. Yeah. yeah this is a. It's one of the Twin Peaks. Oh, of the two. Oh, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. compelling television. Mm-hmm. Uh. Do you want? Should I go get him? Or you want to go get him? I'm ready to talk right now. Oh, Bobby Lashley. Thank you so much for joining us on Curtain Jerks today. Uh, Bobby Lashley, you seem... Are you alright? You seem angry. Yeah, I'm a little angry. Why are you angry, Bobby Lashley? Because this match is being given away on television. Oh. This is how WCW went under. Oh, you you know what? You're right. This is a very big match, and we're seeing it on television instead of on a pay-per-view for the first time. Yeah, I sure am mad. We're trying to go up against WrestleMania for crying out loud. Is it going to be close to WrestleMania? Is it going to be on Friday on Destination America? 
Yeah. Well, isn't there a history of wrestling promotions sort of putting on all their big shows all at the same time? First WrestleMania went on, and I think it was the first Starcade went on like within a week of it, right? Yeah, but yeah, the pay to get it. No one's paying for Destination America. Everybody's ripping it off on YouTube and getting the formatting all wrong, so it makes it difficult to watch. You know what, Bobby? That, that sounds. Makes me mad. Bobby, that makes me mad too. That's incredibly. That's a wonderful dissertation for what the situation is for TNA right now. You know what else? I think the reason people, well, the reason why people can't find Destination America, What's that? because they're already in America. Why would they have to make it a destination? We're already here. Boy, that gets my steam steaming. Oh, <laughs> uh, Bobby, please calm down. Bobby, please. You're just, you're such a massive man. I can't stand to see you this angry. Well, sometimes things like this get me real mad. I wanted to wrestle Kurt Angle a long time ago, but now he's all weird. Uh, well, so, like, what would have been your best situation to wrestle Kurt Angle? Like, what would your preference been? For the ECW title back when I was in the WWE. Would you have wanted an ECW-themed pay-per-view, or would you want an ECW match on a regular WWE pay-per-view? ECW match at the Great American Bash, because we're the greatest Americans there are. <laughs> Oh, well, you know what? I think you got a point there. That would be a pretty great match. Oh, sure, I'm mad. Everybody busting their butts real hard and no recognition, and we're not going to get a payday for it. Uh, you know what, Bobby? You know how much protein shakes cost? A lot. Cost a lo yeah, they cost a lot. Of Bobby, 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 Bobby. Hey, Bobby. It makes me mad when you say my name a bunch like that. It sounds like I'm fishing and there's something bobbing in the water. Uh, Bob? Oh, that was my dad's name. <laughs> Robert. <laughs> Robert. Robert Lashley. No, I feel like I'm in trouble. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> Robert. <laughs> Robert. <laughs> Are you hungry? Do you want a cannoli? There's a cannoli in that bag. Is there protein in that cannoli? I think once you get past the chocolate and the uh, the Bavarian cream. I think there's some sort of crispy sort of pretzel-like breading in that thing, and I think you're going to find some carbohydrates and some protein in there. You like that sweet? You like that sweetie? You like that little treat? God, he's eating it like a squirrel. But, bo Bobbert? I'm Robert? Not, I'm not supposed to eat after midnight. Do you want some milk? You're not supposed to get me wet. Okay, all right. Robert? Robert? You can take that cannoli if you want, if it's going to make you feel better. Okay. I want, I want you to pay me. Are you going to watch that match? Yeah, I'm going to find it. I'm going to watch it. You have to pay me $35. If I watch it, I'll pay you. You're done right. Well, I'll come back and I'll shake it till your eyeballs fall out. <laughs> I believe you, Robert. Robert, thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us, Robert. Cool. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, was cool. Is. He is cool. He is cool. He's intimidating. Yeah, I that voice. Yeah, that voice just doesn't match his body. I feel bad, listeners. I did not paint the picture. Uh, Bobby Lashley doesn't get dressed for these interviews. He's literally he's just wearing his ring gear, mm -hmm. and it just makes him look even bigger. I didn't paint the picture either. I just was terrified and frozen in fear. I thought he's like a T Rex that if you just stand still, he can't see you, and so I just I just I I get. Frozen in fear you know of they his can, massive size. The Tyrannosaurus Rex can smell Chris Pratt. Whoa. They can only smell Chris Pratt. Whoa, because he smells so good looking. Yeah, he does smell pretty good looking. Uh, Jurassic World is the new world. The new mega dinosaur is a giant flying Tyrannosaurus. Really? I think so. Spoilers. Did they? 
Did I? <laughs> Did I? It's flies? I think so. That seems preposterous to, yeah. to manufacture and what they got going on. Like, if they've already dealt with, uh, T-Rex got loose in San Diego, blah, 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 everything that's happened. And they go, well, let's take the T-Rex and add wings, because that won't be an issue. I don't know. Bigger and badder. It is bigger and badder. Also, I'm excited for it. They, what they need to do is at some point get stuck in the dinosaur graveyard where all the freak genetic aberration dinosaurs get sent because they didn't, uh, they couldn't kill them. Who couldn't kill the other dinosaurs? Couldn't kill them? No, the like this, couldn't the human them. couldn't. The humans couldn't kill them, so they put them in a different pen. And then there's all these weird like two-headed T Rexes and like giant snake Velociraptors and stuff like that. And they fight and kill the weak, and they're all super primordial and predators that's a whole nother movie in and in and of itself because you mean dinosaur arena <laughs> yes i mean dinosaur arena starring uh rest of jeff the rest goldblum of there. no uh, sorry and uh oh and cm punk oh that'd be cool yeah and cm punk is like he's uh he's he's super bummed because he loves dinosaurs mm-hmm but he's there, he's visiting with his hot girlfriend, but they're like, where are all the cool dinosaurs? And all the dinosaurs they do see are super fucked up. I think it's a big ensemble piece. It's a, There's a tour bus full of people that go there on an illegal tour, like going to Chernobyl to see the uh, like the ruins. Yeah. But it's unofficial, and they go, Jeff Goldblum is their creepy tour guide. Uh, the other wrestler that's coming is Chris Jericho. Really? And, yeah. Why? Why not? Oh, it's just flat out. It's Chris Jericho. Oh, yeah, Chris Jericho's playing himself. Uh-huh. Uh, they also have uh, Bill Hader and Abby from Workaholics, and uh, what's whoever is playing Kimmy Schmidt right now? She's great. Kimmy Gibbler? No, not Kimmy Gibbler. Oh, we should get Kimmy Gibbler. No, she's not available. Are you sure? Yeah, she's stuck in that house in San Francisco. They locked all the doors. Then <laughs> just burned it to the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, yeah, we could go see the full house house on WrestleMania. But you, how you wouldn't even be able to tell the Full House house from all the other Full Houses. No way, Google will tell me. Google will tell me. Uh, okay, Impact Wrestling. We saw it was like a Jurassic Park arena because it was it was a crazy show. I showed you just the main event of that show. Ethan a, Carter versus uh, Spud, Rockstar Spud. Mm-hmm. But and that in that show, go watch this last week's Impact Wrestling. Like, search it out. Go find it. It's it's so awesome. Uh, Bobby Roode fights Eric Young, who's now a psycho. Eric Young has the Travis Bickle, uh, like jacket, but with no sleeves and a mohawk. Cool. He's just being a total psycho dirtbag. Awesome, it's rad. Awesome. Eric it's Young really... can do anything. He's fantastic. He's so good. So there was that. There was a uh, Magnus versus Bram, which was pretty cool. There's other stuff. The whole show was really cool. But then the main event. I'm sorry, Bram, the disabled boy from Game of Thrones. No. Oh, spoiler alert. Have you watched any Game of Thrones? No. Never mind. Moving on. Don't, don't ask me any follow-up questions. So he, the boy's disabled. <laughs> Period. <laughs> and they don't kill him? That's the time when no they just No questions. Like no follow-up him. questions, Scott. <laughs> All right. No, Bram is this uh, is an English uh, crazy wrestler, like a hardcore guy. He's going to be on the show at some point. Okay. Guaranteed. Okay. He, there's been a lot of requests for Bram. Okay. We just never got around to it because I figured you'd never seen Bram yet. So. Okay. The disabled boy from Game of Thrones? No, oh, Steve, no follow-up questions, please. Oh, sorry, okay. No follow-up questions about Bram. Uh, and then, yes, the main event, hair versus hair, this long culminating feud, a, a friendship turned into a feud, turned into a hair versus hair match, Ethan Carter III versus Rockstar Spud. Amazing. What did you like about this match? Everything. I'm not, like, I'm not saying it from a skeptical point of view. I loved it. I thought it was fun to watch. 
I'm curious. I didn't know much of the context. I want to know what about it really hit the Scott I like wrestling button. Well, first off, watching I, I saw the entire last year's impact, so I saw all the episodes of seeing their relationship and how well they played off each other and You were invested. I was heavily invested because this has been going on for a long while. Mm-hmm. And then seeing the fallout and seeing Rockstar Spud not fight Ethan Carter the third because he's just too afraid and he won't stand up against him and just taking his lickings and just keep going with him. And then finally rising up and having the crowd it's it's the exact opposite of what's going on with Reigns. Like with Reigns that they're going, Here's the guy now. We choose it to be so and it didn't happen. It mm-hmm. didn't happen when the crowd wanted to. With Spud, it happened. It all felt right. And with Ethan Carter the third, he was the foil. He's the guy that everybody wants to have the shit kicked out of him, and they paired him with that guy. He's the most hated guy, I feel, because he's such a dirtbag all the time. And I hate rich dirtbags. Yeah, the one percenters, the worst. The worst. So now Spud has got the fire, and he wants to get him back, and he's Jeremy Borash, his friend, has been picked on, and he keeps getting, uh, keeps getting beat up and has not been able to beat Ethan Carter. No one's been able to. All the, all the legends that Ethan's beat, he wants to be the one to do it, and I really thought it was going to happen in England with what's going on. And uh, then they do the whole thing of he, he's bloodied, and I haven't seen that in forever, a guy getting bloodied. And yeah. so he's fighting the odds already with his size. And then on top of that, he's being beaten down, but he has the fighting spirit to kick out. And then on top of all that, Ethan Carter the third plays it up like, you know what? You just impressed the hell out of me. I can't even believe what you did. Look, I, and he apologizes. He he gives the history and says, "Look, you you did it. You you proved to me, and I I won't shave your head tonight because you're a man. You you're you're everything. You deserve to be a world champion." And then he plays off the beats like he just goes long enough because you're like, "Oh, you're gonna hit him here. Oh, you're gonna mm-hmm. do a thing here." Wow, he did this really sincere. I to, I, shit, that's awesome. This is really cool. This is a oh you fucker! Like, oh, and he, he turns. He turns and at a in a weird spot, which is great. And he just gets on the microphone and starts saying not like he's just such a dillweed. Well, he's he, what Christian he was. He said two like, things that really that I really liked. One of them was like, "Where's your dad? Where's your mom? Where's your high school girlfriend?" Mm-hmm. Like all the people, like he was gonna go beat up. And then it's it, what did he yell when he started shaving his head? It's your turn, or you're gonna get it, or you're gonna, what? You know what I mean? Like the yeah. threat he was yelling was so appropriate, mm-hmm. and it was just—I um, don't remember the verbiage, but the whole segment's great. Yeah, it's so good, and that's the main event of the show, and it deserves to be. Uh, so they, they really let those guys go. It's, you're right. They, get, they got an outline for whatever it is they're gonna do, and they get to showcase how good they are. Uh, as an outsider to this, so Scott had all the context. I did not. Going into it, I was kind of like, oh, this is sort of – this is one of those matches where it's like I know I should watch it. And I think when you don't have that context, you still sort of can pick up on a really good match mm-hmm. because the crowd was super into it. And it, it's like picking up issue four of a four-part like miniseries of yeah. a comic book. And it's like, oh, this is the culmination. And you can feel that in the wording and in the elements that are sort of being presented to you. And I like that. And I would hope that anybody that is in that situation where they go, all right, I'll pick up issue four, that they go, I want to see issues one, two, and three now. Yeah. And see all of it. Because, yeah, uh, everybody that wants to criticize TNA, fine, go ahead. This stuff is amazing. This is is the competition for your eyeballs. The stuff with Eric Young going on, 
I think the Lashley angle stuff, it's worth checking out. Like it's worth seeking this stuff out. It is such a shame about this Destination America business because I remember like, I don't know, a year ago or like maybe two years ago, every once in a while, like our paths would converge and it'd either be a Monday night or a Thursday night where we would like, we can watch Raw live together yeah. or we can watch TNA live together. Mm -hmm. And every time, even if it was a shit show or it was disappointing, it was always worth it because something was happening that was unexpected or there was some angle. Like I, you would be very patiently answering my myriad of questions. Myriad? I'm never going to say that word. I'm never – sorry. My shit ton of questions. Miranda. And Miranda. My Miranda writes of questions. And I think that's just something about it. It's like you watch it because it'll hit a note somewhere. Yeah, they've got a good variety show going on. Yeah, it's a good way to put it, a good variety show. And that's what I like about it. So, yeah, if there if there is segments of guys you don't like, go ahead and skip it. Fast forward, and then there will be some, there will be something to any wrestling fan that clicks on that show. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of it is Spud and EC3. They're really getting to do their own thing, and it's awesome. It's really great. And it's not done either. That's the other cool part. It's still going. Spud's been bloodied and had his head shaved. He's going to come back, and I'm excited. That's that's the best. Um, oh, and then we, we should mention this. We watched some wrestling over the weekend. I was just going to say that, WrestleMania four. Yeah, the we, one that you've been wanting to watch forever. Yeah, you guys talked it up, and, and we watched three hours. We watched four hours worth of wrestling. We watched Saturday Night's main event leading up to that WrestleMania. Yeah. And then we watched three hours of WrestleMania four, and we still have about an hour to go, don't oh we? Oh, my God, yeah. that one go I didn't want to say it at the time, but fuck. That one goes on forever. That one goes. <laughs> yeah. I didn't talk up WrestleMania 4 so much. Mickey did, who we watched it with. Mickey Gallier, friend of the show who doesn't listen. Uh, we, he, he loves that WrestleMania. I think it's all right. I think there are some cool moments in it. There's mm -hmm. some cool matches. But overall, as a show, there's a lot of matches that happen. And you go, I don't want to see these two guys fight. I want to see those two guys fight. Yeah. It's one of those. Um like, what the hell is this? <laughs> yeah. I think five super cool. There are other ones that are cool, but one, if we make our way through it, it's a cool finish. I bet. I bet. I think what I do like about it is anytime you get to see a wrestler that you like more than once in a pay-per-view. That's cool. That's awesome. Daniel Bryan having to face Triple H and then Randy Orton and who? Batista. And Batista, like... How fucking cool was that? And he beat Triple H. And then he went and fucking won the championship at WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. But we got to see Daniel Bryan twice at WrestleMania. Yeah. Like, it's... Uh, he took out all of Evolution in different matches. Like, he, he fought the gatekeeper. Yeah. Triple H, the guy who's been around forever. And then if he got past him, then he gets to fight two other guys for a chance to win. Uh, it's like Kurt Angle losing at the Royal Rumble. And then stealing someone's entrance and then now getting to go into the Royal Rumble. Like, mm -hmm. I love when you get to see someone more than once on a pay-per-view. Because it feels like the adventure continues. Like, oh man, I like that guy. I get to see more of them, you know? And it's the struggles in that night that, oh, they gotta go up against this. And, oh, mm -hmm. no, no, his arm is hurt. Oh, shit, what's Remember from before? And good commentators <laughs> remind you. Yeah. And it's good. And the story is so rich. It becomes... It goes from... A match to an epic, do you know? Like it goes to yes. a, like it goes from a a battle to an odyssey. That's the difference. I feel like multiple fights turn it from a 
it goes from one fight is a YouTube clip, multiple fights is is a movie. Do you know what I mean? So what you're saying is Roman Reigns should be in every single match at WrestleMania 31. Gauntlet match, not a championship, but a gauntlet match at WrestleMania. Fight the roster. Yeah, fight the roster. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, that's just a giant rooster. <laughs> yeah, roster rooster. Roster rooster. The, the latest... Uh, Russian threat. You know what? It is time for jerk tweets. Follow us on Twitter at Curtain Jerks and send us your hashtag jerk tweets. Anything about the podcast, anything about WrestleMania, anything about uh anything. You know, we'll we'll talk about anything it about anything. anything. You heard the beginning of this show after the road to WrestleMania access. Really, it's Jurassic World. Yeah, it's anything goes for at least three minutes until we decide to start the show for real. It is a huge dance number that happens in the back of the Obi Wan Club somewhere where the audience couldn't see it and then they pop right back out and you go well what the hell happened back there we heard a bunch of singing happen it sounded like you guys were dancing in unison in a really impressive way but i couldn't see anything was there is there just a big room back there we paid money to sit out here where are my flaming shish kebabs i could hear you guys dancing back there all right i got this white guy over here in his tuxedo who's just waiting for somebody to arrive yeah all right i I need nurhachi where's nurhachi Oh, is this my general sows? Thank you. Ooh, it's very spicy. Uh, Alex, oh, sorry. Axe wielding Alex says, does Make-A-Wish Charlie have any special WrestleMania plans? Oh. Now, for those that don't know, maybe some new listeners out there, we've had uh, Make-A-Wish Charlie on the show a number of times. So Make-A-Wish Charlie has, uh, is, well, he, I, you know what? I think it's fair to say he's had more than one wish granted before. He's a... He's a kid. Well, we should say he is very lucky. Not only has he's he had ex- multiple wishes, yes. but he is part of the Make a Wish Foundation as a as a wisher. Yeah, as a wisher, as a as a as a kid going through very difficult struggles. But lucky enough to still be with us, and, and lucky enough to have so many wishes granted. He wants to be in the wrestling business, but you know, every time I've talked to him, I get I you know I get a little upset because he doesn't. Really well, know or understand the Scott's, history of yeah. wrestling. I tolerate Steve enough as it is. This is <laughs> okay. true. Scott is a raging wrestling fan. Yeah. And he's very patient and tolerant of a lot of people. But when it's just, when confronted with ignorance, Scott just really rages. Yeah, I don't do well with ignorance. Especially I really a don't. disabled kid. A disabled kid who doesn't know anything about wrestling, you just really have to let him have it. Because he's trying to get in on his body, you know? He's just trying to get in the wrestling business because of his, his disabilities, and that's. That's just really taking advantage. Objection. <laughs> wait a second. Wait. I know. I know you. Hold on. Wait. 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 You look really familiar. Say something again. I said objection to the things you are saying. Uh, hold on. You got yellowish tinted sunglasses. I on. am Rusev's lawyer. You're. Yeah. You're Rusev's lawyer. I also represent Make a Wish Kali. Uh, Make-A-Wish Kali? I think you know exactly what I meant when I said Make-A-Wish Kali. Do you know a Make-A-Wish Kali? Does Great Kali have cancer? Why would he have cancer? It's obviously something glandular. But I cannot speak to that or I will be under litigation myself. Uh, well, two things. First off, it did sound like you said Make-A-Wish Kali. Uh, I did say Make-A-Wish Kali, but I said Make-A-Wish Charlie. The point is you did not understand the things that I'm saying because of my thick Russian accent. I am a lawyer from Russia. Okay, secondly, that was what I was going to point out. You were speaking with a Russian accent previous to what you just said. Now it sounds more like what you sounded like on Raw. 
look, if we are going to be touching dicks and nitpicking about all of this, then it looks like we're probably going to have to be spitting in each other's faces. Uh, Did I get that American saying right? No, no, that's not a saying at all. I think you got every single thing in no, that wrong. No, spit in each other's faces and pull each other's pockets to make sure that the spit that you have is as green as it needs to be. You know, you sounded more Swedish on the show. You sound very Russian right now on the podcast. I'm sorry, but the criticisms you have about my voice may not make the way go the things you're trying to say. Okay, th- now it's fluctuating again. What is going on? You're you're from Iowa, but a Russian lawyer? Look, everyone can be from somewhere, and they can live somewhere and have a life here in America. As a Russian lawyer, I like to represent several different people, and I'm doing a very good job of it. So who do you represent? You represent I currently Rusev? represent Rusev. Uh-huh. Make-A-Wish Kali. Who's Make-A-Wish Kali? Who do you fucking think? Who else could it possibly... How many Make-A-Wish characters do you know? We have have Make-A-Wish Charlie. Thank you. You mean Charlie? Make-A-Wish Kali. Charlie. Kali. Charlie. Charlie. Yes. Make-A-Wish Kali. Yes. Make-A-Wish Charlie. What, well, why is he bringing a lawyer into this? Why isn't he talking He's to He's not bringing a lawyer into it. I am bringing myself into it. What? I don't think he... You can't do that. He didn't wish for you. No, he did not wish for me, but he got the best wish of all. A pro boner lawyer. <laughs> no, that's not it either. It is. I am pro boners. You are so Russian right now. Without it- boners... Without boners, me and you, you and I, we would not be. You are ruining... This segment by reminding me how much you ruined Raw because you're way more Russian now than you were on Raw. On Raw, you were weird and sounding almost Swedish and kind of like a... I was nervous because I was on television. So wait a minute. So your accent got all messed up and now you sound super Russian? I can't help Fuck it. you, man. I, I can't help it if my American accent is so good. <laughs> it's just that at that time when I was on television, I was very nervous. This... Oh, my God. This bothers me so much. Let me see some ID. All right. I've got uh, I've got my Blimpies card from the East Coast. Yeah, okay. The sandwich not shop. Identi- Blimpies. That's not identification. That's a tiny little sandwich shop. They make good sandwiches. Do you have a passport? Let's see. I've got this red leather passport from Russia. This is a Russian passport. You are Russian. I am Russian. What the hell? I am Rusev's lawyer. This is so infuriating. Why didn't you sound Russian on Raw? Look, obviously, it's very difficult for people to pretend to be Russian. Obviously, as an accurate (laughs) portrayal of a Russian lawyer, I feel like I am doing a nominal or okay job. (laughs) What? Sorry, I had a small dick in my throat. What? It's still there. Hold on. (laughs) Say that sentence again. I'm sorry, I have a small dick in my throat. Okay, yeah. It's a little dickle, you know, <laughs> like when you touch each other to make you laugh. I, no, I touch a, you with my dick, the no, tickle, no, the dickle, yes. Tickle. Oh, what? Tickle. Oh, yes, I choke my tickle. Uh, well, I, I choke my you... tickle so that we can kiss dicks to spit in each other's faces. It's not a thing. It, it is, is a, not a thing here. It is a very down-home American saying. Uh, sidebar, do you know Yakov Smirnoff? Yes. Is he a good guy? Yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah, okay. Uh, okay, about Raw. Front bar. Uh, yeah, front bar. Uh, can I approach the stand, please? Please, this is your show. 
allow me to be here enough times to talk to about Make-A-Wish Charlie's situation. What is it about Make-A-Wish Charlie's situation? Why have you stepped in on his behalf about his WrestleMania plans? Look, before we get any farther with that business, I just want to make sure. No, that's pretty important. <laughs> I just want to make sure. Are you sure it is Tickle? It's Tickle. Really? Yes. A big, veiny Tickle? No. Yes, a big, veiny Tickle? No, no, no. See, that that's where you, you, you stray away. Sidebar? Okay. Are you sure? I'm very... I'm 100% positive. All right. Okay. Front bar. Front bar. Uh, I am here on behalf of Make-A-Wish Charlie to let you know he is unavailable to be on the show today. Okay. Wait, that's it? That's it. And I just want to let you know he is all right. His health is fair to, you know, what it usually is, which is usually pretty dire. But he's in a safe place right now, and he just needed to sleep in a little bit more today so he could beat an infection. You know what? I Make a wish, Charlie, makes me unusually upset, and so do you. Because you're not as Russian as you're supposed to be on Raw, you ruined a segment, you made JBL all mad, talking through the whole thing, and oh, now you're Oh, JBL? Here. JBL? Well, that guy never gets mad, am I right? No, he, he always gets he mad. He never gets mad. Always gets mad. He looks like he has some sort of parasite inside of him. It's called hatred. Yeah, that, okay, yeah, so he always gets mad, and he's always hate, he's always hate-filled. But yeah, you you ruined that, and now you're here interrupting the show to tell me legal business about Make a Wish Charlie. That's not even necessary. You you are wasting people's time. I apologize. As a lawyer, I rarely do that. I won't accept fault, but I will apologize. Who are you rooting for, John Cena or Rusev at WrestleMania? Yes, for the United States. I am States not at liberty to say who I, as a person, am voting for. But I can let you know that my client has more than enough capability to beat John Cena at WrestleMania. No way, man. No, John Cena's <laughs> going to beat Rusev, all right? USA. <laughs> U.S. Don't laugh at me. Uh, look, I'm just surprised John Cena is forcing his anger at the Russian country opposed to just that of Rusev, who could be considered a heel, if you will. It's strange that he's considering all of Russia to be the bad guy. Am I right? No, because, uh, you know what, as far as I know, all of Russia is a bad guy. That is a gross generalization that you're just using. People just need those blanket statements to realize these guys are bad and makes us feel good. You know what, your client needs shoes to wrestle in. Uh, you know what, I think you know that my client does not need shoes to wrestle in. Hey oh No, he does, because that's unsanitary, and that's some weird barbaric Russian-Bulgarian thing going on. I can't tell you anything besides the fact that people who wrestle without their shoes on are men who enjoy a good long winter. <laughs> what that means. It sounds much better in Russian. Oh, okay. Well, look, uh, you know what? I, I don't want any of your stuff here. I don't want you to stick around until I get into But I spread out trouble. all my papers over the desk so you could see them. Get these papers out of here. I have the... USA! USA! All right. Look, I'm leaving, but I'm taking these 8x10s of Rusev. I'll leave this 8x10 of Lana right here. She signed it. Oh. Oh, yeah. I'll... It's from the shoulders up. Hey, man, I'll still take it. And from the chin down. Oh. You, you oh, wait, that's Rusev's neck. Excuse me. Oh, no, gross. I'm sorry. Oh, God, I was I'm sorry. I'll go. things about this. I'm sorry. I'll sue you for that. Uh, good luck. I hope you've got an ethnic lawyer from some sort of other country. I might. I might. Well, good day to you, sir. Good day to you, USA. 
USA, USA, USA. When that match happens at WrestleMania, are we just going to end up chanting USA with everybody else? Is that why we want Rusev to get beat, really? Well, I like Rusev. He's not fantastic, but I just like him. And I like Lana a lot. I think they're great together. I think they're really great together. Oh, my God. I think they're so good together. I think they're really happy. They bought a house together. And they brought a house in half? Mm-hmm. Uh, why? They will once that ends. I don't know why I said, why would they buy a house together? Um, it just seems weird that Cena's there and not at the top. But I'm sure people are going to be angry no matter where he is. I think that's a good spot, though. Yeah. I I, I, I like him being in, in that place. And this gives him... Uh, a different type of character arc. Like he's really, really mad right now that he can't, that he hasn't been able to beat him, or some guy's ducking him and mm-hmm. saying his country's better than his. It makes him mad. He's just flat out mad. You get little glimpses of what it would be like if he's a bad guy again. Cena. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'd but. be a great bad guy right now. We would. He. I think if he went bad, which everybody always wants him to, they would put him at Brock Lesnar levels of bad guy stuff. Yeah, like <laughs> that would. It instantly catapult him because he's been so good for so long. It just takes a little bit to nudge it, but too many t-shirts. Too many t-shirts. Too many t-shirts. I'm excited. Are you okay? I'm I'm getting excited for WrestleMania right. now. That's what happened. I got hit with a little bit of excitement. I saw this wave of excitement hit you. Mm-hmm. I also, uh, I'm looking forward to access. I'm looking forward to that. I'm wondering. We gotta look into some other events going on. Uh, we got uh, W. We got Raw on Monday. Yeah. NXT. I think you mentioned that. Uh, yeah. and then whatever. We might be going to that. That's still. I'd love, love to go to an NXT show. That sounds so exciting to me. It sounds like there's a lot of stuff on that night. Like there's a lot of events going on. There's on WrestleCon. Saturday night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's because that, that's the night before. We're not going to Hall of Fame, which is okay. That's fine. I'm not worried. Neither am I. We're not gonna sit next to the people we want to sit next to, besides each other. <laughs> But I want to be flanked by the Bellas. I want to be sitting next to Mrs. Dad. Yeah. And I want to be sitting next to Jake the Snake. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's not going to happen. Yeah, I'm going to be sitting next to Mrs. Dad, and you're going to be sitting next to Jake the Snake. Lame-o. Um, After WrestleMania 4, if and when we complete that, what's the next WrestleMania you want to watch? Um, Five sounds exciting. Yeah. Five sounds good. I don't want to watch one or two. I watched three with you. That was great. Yeah. Uh, four is good. Uh, five, I'd love. We watched one of the great, the one in Seattle. Yeah, that's 19. That was awesome. That one's great. That was Rock and Hogan, right? No, that one's 18. Okay. Rock and Stone Cold is what I'm thinking of, right? Yeah. Which was great. That's in there, yeah. And that was. That's Lesnar and Angle. Yeah, that's everybody was fantastic in that one. It was the. <laughs> the the highest point in WWE wrestling that there is. Mm-hmm. Every match was fucking amazing. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I'd love to see some Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania stuff. I think that'd be interesting. Uh, Twenty one is him and Angle. That's a really cool one. Yeah, I think I'd like to check that out. There's sort of like the two uh, stages of uh, Shawn Michaels. I guess three. Him is like Saturday morning cartoon wrestling. And then there's him as sort of the heartbreak, like after he kicks Marty Jannetty through the window or whatever. Right. Um, and, and then, then there's, he's got a bald spot and he's still got his hair long and hopes to not sweat too much. That way it separates him. You see well, the bald right, spot. But right before that is DX, you know? 
Oh, yeah, that version. So, like, there's a couple of weird ones, and then he's gone for what feels like forever, and then he comes back, and it's like, who? Then it's the bald spot one. Then it's the bald spot one, yep. <laughs> you were just really pushing for that. Because you always go, oh, look at the hair, guys, cut it off. Oh, then you see the bald spot all the time. Yeah. He's got a googly eye. He does have a googly eye. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, to wrestle with a googly eye? Perry Saturn can do it? Or, yeah, I thought you went wrestling with a googly guy. With a googly guy? Yeah, what no. would you define as a googly guy? Uh, the Japanese guy? What's... Oh, Sak... No, Yoku... No, 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 it's not... No, I, I saw the thing the other night. The the Michael Jackson uh, type guy. Nakamura? Yeah, is that it? No, I wasn't talking about Nakamura. I was talking oh. about Yoshihiko. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. A googly guy. <laughs> uh, Yoshihiko, so great. Um, Steve, Randy Orton is a good guy weird we've been talking about it yeah we've been talking about it non-stop not only has it been the road to wrestlemania for like the last eight episodes but also we're talking about randy orton being a good Two. guy for like the last 10 episodes mm, like three yeah. um but he's just so weird he came back associated himself with the authority made nice with uh rollins and then since turned on Rollins hard and then the entire authority and he is just a ball of fire right now. Oh, and he's sitting he's sitting down at microphone three now. He Ooh, wanted to... God, he's a he is he's like a, creeper. a viper. You are a silent creeper, Randy Orton. Thanks for having me on the show again, Scott Narver and Steve Sears. Randy, you've been more energetic lately. I don't know if it's because you're a good guy. You're just there's parts times where you're just really unpredictable i'm being torn apart but by what by the writing by i'm the a writing? nasty nasty guy okay and when they make me a good guy i don't know who i am anymore okay what do you mean by that you you're i think i made it clear i'm a bad guy oh you're i'm a bad guy you're a bad guy i'm a bad guy okay. but when you book me as a good guy I do my best to do good guy things, but my brain starts putting out little Play-Doh turds out of my eyes and my mouth, like some sort of toy for a child. Everything I do gets really weird. All right. That's a little hard to follow. Um, Imagine it. I, I did, and it's hard Imagine to... Imagine a world where Randy Orton is a good guy who still shits in people's bags. Yeah, it's not exactly... Seth Rollins' hair is completely blonde. No. It... Yes, it is. In reality, Seth Rollins' hair is completely blonde. Do you know why there's only one piece of blonde hair left? No. The rest of it's been stained by my shit. Oh, what? No, that's awful. Wait that's a, second. a feud for you. No, wait a second. Hold on. There are a couple things to address. You were involved in the showdown between John Stewart and Seth Rollins. I showed up. You showed up and gave John Stewart the distraction to then which he kicked Seth Rollins in the balls. And then John Stewart came to celebrate and you guys didn't interact at all. What was that about? I don't like celebrities. You don't like celebrities? Yeah, that's right. That's why you never see Flo Rida hanging out with Randy Orton at WrestleMania. Well then why do you keep coming by this show, huh? Because I love you guys. But you know, I love you, Scott Narver. But I, you know, you I'm did. a good guy. Give me a hug. 
Okay. Here I come. All right, I'll give you a hug. Putting my arms around you. I'm giving you a hug, too. Making you feel safe and warm. Watch out for my legs, not wearing any pants. Yeah, you're just still wearing your tights. Grab my thighs. Uh, you're already wrapping them Grab around me. My, there you go. That's what a good guy does. I'm releasing the hug now without yep. hurting you. See that? Had I you I was going to get an RKO right there. Yeah, I know. Everybody thinks they're about to get an R. KO? K. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, it sounded like you were oh. having some sort of revelation. Yeah, I, I was just finishing your sentence for you. R K O K O. What? It sounds like you just thought of something. <laughs> no, just trying to help you out here. Oh, oh. R K O K O. Oh, there it is. What about Steve? Are you gonna give Steve a hug? I'm fine, Mister Orton. I, I, just a firm handshake is all I want. Boy, that's a little standoffish, Steve, that, you know, you might get an RKO for something like that the distance you're standing. You know, Steve, it seems like ordinarily in this sort of situation I might do an RKO, but I'm just going to put oh. this hand out there for a firm handshake for a man I respect and I know is a true fan of mine. Sorry, Steve, if I've ever let you down for all the times I've just done all the same moves over and over again, but I want to let you know... That when I'm a good guy, it's a bit of a reset for Randy Orton. Things get weird. Yeah, darn Just it. long enough for things to be different. It's a shame Steve was standing on all that bubble wrap and it's all laid out in front of him. That would have been the coolest sound in RKO ever. It would have sounded great, but I just, I haven't even heard a single pop. Really yeah. haven't heard a single pop. Well, you're standing right in front of it. and I mean, it's just six feet I, in front yeah, of you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, I'm falling right towards Randy Orton. What a perfect opportunity for... Whoa, got you there, Steve. Ah, oh, got you. God. Gently just going to put you down over here. You know, it could be said that Steve is an authority figure here. I, I guess so. As a co-host of the show, I think we're both an authority. In fact, if anything, Scott would be the Triple H in this authority. No right? way. No yeah. way. I'm sort of the Vince McMahon behind the scenes sort of guy. No, that doesn't, I think you're pretty vocal. You don't even know. You're pretty vocal on the microphone. Oh, Steve's a regular. Did somebody say something about the authority? Authority. Steve is basically Triple H and Stephanie McMahon all wrapped into one. He's because married. Because there's nothing I hate more. Than the authority? Than random acts of violence without any reason outside of a wrestling ring. God, wait a second. I thought you were... I'm a good guy. Yeah, but I... I'm a good guy. Your tongue's going all weird. I'm a good guy. Oh, don't jump up and do the splits. It's uh, weird. Good guy. God, you do the weirdest stuff when you're a good guy. Don't give me the bird. No, just doing it as a friend. I'm a good guy. Leave it. Oh, I'm a good guy. Now we have a. I'm a good guy. We have a Seth Rollins effigy over in the corner. You, you seem to be getting close to it. What an accurate representation of Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, uh, look. We have that that balsa wood table set up right over there. We have some glass pitchers. It looks very with... de delicate. Balsa wood is a tough medium to master. I mm -hmm. applaud both of you, Scott Narver and Steve Sears. And it sounds like I might be seeing both of you at WrestleMania. Uh, yeah, we have some access. We have some blow darts over here. That I'll you be can shoot seeing into that all the kids and shaking hands with all the fans <laughs> at WrestleMania. Jars of acid, if you want to use those. As a good them. guy. I shake hands 
Really? You're not going to do anything to this effigy? I mean, we have all of these uh, instruments of destruction. I could take a big shit on it. Oh, don't do that. Don't. You know what? Oh, no. You know what? When oh, you don't no. accept the things that I offer, how am I supposed to feel as a good guy? Oh, no. The viper is coiling. Oh, here it goes. Oh, God. Just kidding. This is fake doo-doo. I do that now because I'm a good guy. That's fake doo-doo that this you're releasing This is fake doo-doo. I just keep it in my trunks for opportunities like this. It's a gag I do on um, radio. <laughs> It shows. It really appears like you're really just letting out real doo-doo on the Seth Rollins. Pulling my trunks up. Got this fake coiled snake. Just wrap it around your shoulders, Scott. Just a nice big rubber boa. This doesn't smell like rubber. I'll be totally honest with you. That's because it was manufactured in Taiwan. Okay, well, um, I don't want to know this, but you've... you've, uh, shit before on the show and it smells exactly the same i can't tell you what the requirements for different kinds of plastic manufacturing and rubber in the various industries across the chinese mainstay of commercial manufacturing well can i ask what you're gonna do the seth rollins at wrestlemania when you finally get your hands on him in a match i'm gonna rk oh him oh him oh him and that's it yes you're not going to decimate him? You're not going to bloody him up? You're not going to uh, put him in a wheelchair? I think it'll be a little exciting because I'm a good guy now. You really don't seem to like being a good guy. This really seems That's to be why I do head. the split jumps. Everybody's got to enjoy it. I'm sorry, Randy. It seems like you really want to be a bad guy. Hey, the truth is dark and secretive. It sure is. Thanks for having me. Okay. Sorry. Sorry about that. I'm Randy Orton or sorry Randy Orton or sorry sorry Randy Orton sorry yeah all right I'm <laughs> sorry Randy Orton Randy Orton sorry <laughs> okay thanks Randy for stopping by Thanks for letting me sit on that. Sit in on that. I usually don't sit in when Randy Orton's here. Well, yeah, that's fine. You, you can also, hey man, you could also sit on it. Hey, sit on it, man. Well, we got everything lined up. Uh, we'll have one more episode. We'll we'll have. We'll have one more episode before we're at WrestleMania. That'll be released like right as we're leaving for the trip. And we don't know what kind of format our WrestleMania coverage is going to be. It's going to be a lot of it. Yeah, I think we're the plan is to get a lot of video, um, and then the plan is to also we'll use some of that uh, that audio from those videos uh, to throw into the episodes. But obviously, we'll be pushing our YouTube page, so youtubecom slash podcast. So you want to subscribe there to get it all when we're putting it out there. We're going to have the fr- the help of uh, uh, Tom Connolly and Frankie George, who's going to be our crew. So chances are we'll be doing sitting out with them. We'll be talking to other guys too. I know Dale Rutledge. Uh, who I've wanted to get on the show for a very long time, uh, is not going to be in California that much longer, so we may be doing a sit-down with him. We're going to try and get a stockpile a lot of stuff, and we'll be releasing it over time, so um, we'll just get as much as we can, and and hopefully uh, you guys will enjoy the heck out of it and chomp it all up. But uh, Steve, who do you want to talk to most at WrestleMania Access? I'd be pretty stoked to talk to Randy Orton briefly. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know what I'd say to him, but I'm going to try not to get smacked. Sure. 
Yeah, I think that's kind of one of my go-tos. Getting smacked. And uh, not just... getting smacked. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's going to be a really fun time. It's um, I'm really... I mean this sincerely, Steve. I'm so happy to be doing this with you. I'm glad I'm going to be doing it with you, too, because whatever situation I feel like where I'm going to be approaching getting smacked saying something, I know you're going to be there with my getting my back. Saying, smack him. <laughs> smack him. It's don't like, don't get both of our faces with your giant hand, Mr. Show. <laughs> it's that moment in Dumb and Dumber where if you're, uh, if you're um, hairy, you throw the salt shaker over your shoulder, and then Seabass walks over to you and like, who threw that? And then I'm Jim Carrey, and I'm just, like, eating my burger and pointing, pointing Harry, yeah. at you overtly. Yeah, that's probably what a lot of it's going to be like. Because mm-hmm. that's good footage, bro. That is good footage. Uh, if I can do a quick plug. Oh, Steve's got a plug! This Monday, March 23rd at 10 a.m., uh, I believe that might be on the East Coast, maybe the West Coast. March 23rd, that's a Monday, everybody. Yeah, that's this Monday. Uh, I have an Indiegogo campaign that's starting up for a comedy that I'm producing. Holy shit! It's called Pacific Northwest Movie, and we'll post some more links on it for on our Facebook page and let you guys have a link to it. But it is a comedy that I'm producing, and I'm helping make sure that people are getting fed, and I'm doing some writing on it, and it's going to be good. It's a lot of improv performers based out of Los Angeles. It's going to be very funny. Huh? I, you're not involved. Yo! <laughs> Yo, my massive heart is breaking. Steve, that's not true that I'm not involved. You know why? Why? Because I can go on Indiegogo and contribute, and I can be directly involved. You know what, Scott? You're right. That's the best way anybody can get involved is to contribute to that Indiegogo campaign for Pacific Northwest Movie. Going live this Monday, March 23rd at 10 a.m. Wow. How, for how long? Uh, it's going to be for 30 days. It's going to cover. Oh, jeez. It's going to cover our post-production costs, like color correction and sound, so it doesn't sound like we're, you know, a home video. And that, then also, that shit's expensive, everybody, and very time-consuming. And then there's know. going to be some perks related to this show, Curtain Jerks, mm. which I have to check with Scott to see what'll be cool. <laughs> what'll be cool with both of us? It's trying to get any incentive to to anybody. Like, um, yeah, this is exciting. Steve's got a project, so go contribute. We'll be posting that up all month long and be talking about it. And what better time than WrestleMania when we got more ears on it and doing all that? So yeah, this is exciting. We're so close, everybody. So for Curtain Jerks, I'm Scott Narber. I'm Steve Sears. Enjoy your wrestling, kids. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.